Welcome to Local SEO in 10. This is your go-to podcast for answers about how you can grow your local business online easily and quickly. Brought to you by local SEO experts, Magnified Media in Walnut Creek, California. In each 10-minute episode, our digital marketing expert, Adam Duran, answers your questions on how you can get more leads for your business fast. Remember, if you're not taking care of this part of your business right now, you can bet your competitors are. And now, here's our host with the questions, Jamie Duran, and our expert with the answers, Adam Duran. All right, Adam. Hey, Jamie. How is everything today? Everything's great. Always yeah. great. Everything's going great in the world of local SEO. Woo! Yes. You were yes. just telling me about a client who said called you last month and said, we need, we're not getting enough business. And then you did your magic, and now they said, we're getting too much business. Yes. I love oh, those yeah. calls. <laughs> we're overwhelmed. Yeah. That's awesome. Stop. <laughs> and I'm yes. Like, we're unstoppable. Unstoppable. Sorry. Do you tell them, are you sure you want me to do this? Because it's kind of like the monkey paw that, uh, you know, once we, you know, once you turn, it's like, uh, you know, you can't stop once it's started. That's right. (laughs) Final destination for all you young guys. That's right. Uh, No, I do the Liam Neeson. I have a certain set of skills. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. That's great. You can't put the genie back in the bottle. And now it's too much. So maybe yeah. maybe you could sell like a partial. <laughs> eh. Do a little. Anyway. I like so. it. I like when that happens. Anyway, today I do have a great topic. And this is uh, one actually another client asked um, when they were getting onboarded uh, a couple months back. And that is how should we format a service page for local SEO? And so the service page, basically, you know, you have your home page. You might okay. have a, lo- a location page and a service page, you know, for like an, an HVAC contractor would be like AC repair. That would yep. be a service page. And so they wanted to know how they want to, They have a new service that they want to um, feature and they want to make sure that, that that page also brings in visitors. And so how to make that um, a really valuable page. You know, I think if you speak to any web designer or um, SEO person, they're going to have their own secret sauce. And so mm-hmm. this is kind of my secret sauce, what I like to do um, and what it does. It, it My way, uh, you know, I have great experience with it. Uh, so, but just know that everyone, you know, everyone has their own recipe for this kind okay. of stuff. All right. So now I want you to picture your website, like the layout of it. Um, and at the very top of it, I want you to picture a triangle. Okay. And at the top of that triangle is your homepage. And then... Under that very, very top of the triangle is going to be your service pages. And so basically from those service pages, you're going to have other triangles or other pyramids of content that come off of it. So anyway, that, that's just to kind of give you a, a layout or like an, a, a picture of what this should all kind of look like layout wise. Make okay. sense? Yep. All right. So first of all, on the page itself, um, you want to make sure that your title is formatted uh, correctly. uh, And that means it's an H1. So that when I'm talking about that, this is the heading structure. The heading structure of the page uh, is really, really important. Now, when you're designing a page, 
the heading structure is kind of the way that um, makes fonts bigger or bolder or larger or smaller. Google looks at the heading structure as importance. So on one, on one page, we want to have one of the largest heading structure, or the lar largest heading, sorry, and it's called an H1. And then after that, you have an H2, H3, H4, down, I think it goes down just to H5. Okay. All right. So each one of those gets progressively smaller, with H1 being the largest. So you want to make sure that the title of that service of, the, is the, of that service page is an H1. Hmm. Then every page on your website should only have one H1. Then under that, you can have as many, pretty much, H2s as you'd like. Make sense? So heading one and heading two. And many, many, many heading twos. Okay. All right. What does Google like? Google likes, so the reason Google likes that is because then now Google doesn't have to guess what that page is about, right? It's got one heading. So okay. that means this page is about this service. So uh, like this page would be about AC repair. Make sense? Yep. So if you have a bunch of different, if you have a bunch of different H1s, you're telling Google this page is about this, this page is about this, this page. And so Google has to choose what what's going on. Hmm. And when you confuse it, forget it. <laughs> All right. Now, definitely those H2s on there should be supporting uh, about that service. So, um, you know, have your pricing or have more details, uh, different things about that service. On that page, I always like to include, uh, you know, a couple, two, three testimonials for that service, right? So uh, make sure that that testimonial includes some stats if you can. Um, make sure they're not giant paragraphs, you know, one or two sentences. That's plenty. Also include, you know, a smiling face. Uh, <laughs> people will respond to that. It doesn't have to be a face of the person uh, who actually made that testimonial. You know, you can, you can get some uh, stock photo of that. <laughs> Just sm smiling. You want a smiling face. That's really important. Uh, the other thing that I like to include is an FAQ at the bottom. So an FAQ, uh, you know, you can go to Google and type in that service and see. You can look for after that on the results page of that, that people also ask. Have you seen mm. that? I have. Yeah. Okay. So the reason that those are there is that's the most popular questions surrounding that service. So guess what you should do? Put in all of those questions on your web page so Google doesn't have to guess. Uh, yeah, exactly. So you put on all those questions, you answer them. Uh, you know, the biggest one is how much does whatever cost? Mm -hmm. That's basically the most, the, and you know, you can put your your pricing if you'd like, or you can just say, hey, it's it costs, uh, you know, a range, you know, you don't have to actually answer in precise detail, but uh, definitely have those questions and their answers on that page. Really, really great. Okay. Uh, then um, under that, you can also, um, sorry, uh, you can also have, uh, I, let me see. I would say probably about 10 or 12 questions on that FAQ is, is perfect. Uh, and then after that, as your site grows, so now we have AC repair, right? You have a bunch of questions about AC repair. Now you have a have a basically a list of articles for future content creation that you want to write about. So how much does it cost? How much is a how? For example, AC repair again. How long does an AC repair generally take? 
Hmm. So if you, you can write 650 word article about that, now you'll have uh, a great content piece that supports your authority for AC repair. And those articles that you write, that's also what you want to include, you know, probably at the bottom of that page, you know, more info on whatever question or something like that. So that way, uh, it still has that triangle shape, right? Google can still follow that layout of, of how the pages are, are linked and it supports that service. Makes sense. Good. All right. So finally, you want to make sure that the title and the page description of your, of that service page are on point. Um, you know, they're, they're descriptive and done correctly. Uh, then the last thing you want to do is add some amazing images. Those images, you want to make sure that they're named correctly. Um, we've done a podcast on this before uh, mm -hmm. with the alt and title tags done. And then lastly, sorry, I should have said, you want to have schema on this page. And that schema, there's a bunch of different ones, but definitely have the FAQ schema. You know, you already have your FAQ done. So it's super easy to make FAQ schema. Some people do say, hey, why don't you put a product schema? So that way people um, with product schema, you can add stars. And that's kind of like, sometimes you'll see on uh, Google results, stars next to a page. And uh, I don't recommend you do that. I don't that. Because uh, a lot of times now, Google is starting to penalize those pages that use product schema incorrectly. So mm. Product schema is, I know it's your service, but it's not, uh, it's kind of in that gray area. Uh, basically, service schema hasn't been standardized. So uh, when it is, definitely add it, but it hasn't been standardized yet. So some people do say product schema is okay, but uh, I'm, I'm of the, the mind that uh, why risk it? Because mm -hmm. You can, if, it, if Google penalizes that page, that can be devastating for your site. So don't do that. All right. All right. Well, I know it's tempting. Hmm. It's tempting. <laughs> tempting. Also, if you don't fill out all the, all the fields for that, uh, for uh, FA, or for, sorry, for uh, product schema, it can throw up errors and warnings and stuff like that. That's not good either. So, all right. Yeah. That's a, that's a quick breakdown of what I really like to have in every service page. Um, definitely. You know, be creative, but uh, make sure your images are done correctly. You know, they're not giant, all that stuff. So that's basic. But all of all of what I went through, uh, we'll make sure to have a have a uh, an article on our website about it too. All right, is that there where you we go. want to wrap it up? That's it. That's all, all I got. Right. Unless you have any questions. I do. Oh, go. Yes, I always have questions. Uh, I have all the questions. All right. If I <laughs> have a web person. Hmm. And I say, hey, uh, what's my schema or what's my H1? What's and I just get a blank stare. Is there a reference sheet or something that you would recommend? Maybe even Magnified Media might be able to put this together. Sure. But of, you know, here's what you should be handing to the web person so they can design the site, not just for, you know, how they think it is attractive, mm -hmm. but would actually attract Google's attention. Yeah, you can. Um, first, I would ask them, "Hey, what do you do exactly for Google?" And you just, they get stared at, and then yeah, then you then you turn the page on that that designer, right? Um, wow. it, so you you definitely, I always say this to in, to all of our clients. Two, there's two entities you're designing for. One for humans, great, looks beautiful. One for Google, and yep. without Google, all those humans that want to see that beautiful page are never going to see it. It's just the way it goes. So um, if you have a designer that is reticent or doesn't want to do this, 
you know now it's time to move on. If you have a designer who doesn't understand schema, time to move on. These are major red flags. And okay. uh, I know in, in every industry there are charlatans. This is one of those red flags that shows you, hey, you know your brother-in-law who does web design on the side? Mm-hmm. You know, Bill. Bill, if, he, if you ask him what schema is and he goes, uh, then share this podcast. <laughs> the next thing is, you know, start looking for another another person because you get what you pay for, right? right. Uh, it, it's just, we see this with anywhere from mom and pop shops all the way up to uh, $100 million companies that they just, whoever did their website didn't know any of this. It's, it's frustrating. So it maybe is. you should do the opposite. Instead of looking for a web person, maybe it makes sense to start with a local SEO expert hmm. that can also do web pages. Bam, 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 bam. That's right. That's right. right here. I just did Solved. the Israel Adesanya shooting everyone across the ring after I won the championship. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Watch the UFC. All right. Thank you. That's all I got. Let's wrap it up. All right, let's wrap it up for all the <laughs> UFC fans out there. Not the wrestling. Now we've moved from wrestling to UFC. That's right. All right. Real fight. Oh, excellent. Uh, another great action-packed, knowledge-filled uh, podcast that you can share with your web person. If they do just stare at you or give you the, the deer in the headlights, oh, mama. maybe look for a local SEO. And that's probably a good topic for next time is how do I find a local SEO company that can also do websites in my area? That would be great. Oh, anyway, next time, be. next time, make sure to rate and review this <laughs> website, and you know, especially five stars on wherever you're listening to it, really helps our rankings and really sure. uh, gets our gets the word out. And if you're in a networking group or chamber of commerce, make sure to share this out so everyone else can get the benefit of Adam's knowledge. Woo. Great job, Adam. <laughs> Go to our website. Go to magnifiedmedia.net and you can click on the podcast link and you can search for our past topics because definitely we've done a lot of them. So go there. All right. All right. We'll talk to you next week. That's all for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of Local SEO in 10 with Google local marketing expert, Adam Duran. Join us each week for answers to your questions on how to best harness the power of the internet to grow your business. Speaking of questions, got some? Message us through our Facebook page, Local SEO in 10, and we'll be sure to give you your answer on an upcoming episode. This episode of Local SEO in 10 is brought to you by Magnified Media, the leading online marketing agency in Northern California, who invite you to grow your business by magnifying your online visibility and credibility. Visit them on the web at www.magnifiedmedia.com. Magnify your business, magnify your profits.